We're all gonna die unless we can get a teenage boy to successfully flirt with a girl he likes. We're talking the Emoji Movie on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and go to your room so you can think about what you've done. <sighs> and boy, oh boy, guys, we have done it. If you looked at the title of today's episode of the podcast, it's special for two reasons. One, we are finally talking about the Emoji Movie, okay? It's been on my mind since we started the podcast, and uh, you'll also notice that there is nobody attributed to the episode because I was unable to find a single person to watch uh, the Emoji Movie with me. So I watched it by myself uh, on a Wednesday morning instead of, you know, doing... Uh, I'm, I'm graduating uh, in a little over 12 days, and that's how I spent one of my last days in college, by watching the Emoji Movie by myself in my dorm room. Uh, but it's also, it's also a very special episode, because this is our 50th. Like, it's, it's, it's been just about a year to the day that we released that first episode, the uh, Why Kids Movies with Devin O'Brien. And uh, boy, oh boy, have we grown since then. We've had, uh, uh, we've had some laughs, we've had some cries... I completely missed a week of the podcast because I didn't plan correctly, but you know what? It was it was Halloween. It was too scary, uh, so I'm not going to blame myself too much. Oh, boy. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode because, you know, we all like to hear a man slowly lose his mind while trying to recount the Emoji movie. Uh, but before we go on to that, I do want to sincerely thank, look, this is 50 episodes. I want to. I really want to thank you for listening to the podcast. I started this because I was just feeling a little bit emotionally and creatively drained, and this has become one of my primary things, okay? Every single week, I have to badger a friend of mine to take two hours out of their day to watch a movie and talk to me about it. And if you're listening to this and you were a guest on the podcast, I really thank you. Uh, I, I want to have you back on because I'm starting to run out of people. Uh, but also, if it weren't for my guests... I, this would just, these episodes would be every week, and I don't think anybody wants to listen to me losing my mind and getting angry over my new details in kids' movies every week. But I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. If you are subscribed on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, I really do thank you. It really means a lot that I am part of your routine in some way, shape, or form. I listen to podcasts when I used to go to the gym. I listen to them when I commute. I listen to them at, during meals. And if you're doing that, if you are uh, taking time out of your day that you could be listening to something else and listening to me, that really means a lot. I definitely, as the show is going forward, I definitely want to be hearing what you all have to say and what you want to, what, what kind of movies and TV shows you want to do. I'm also trying to plan more ones that don't involve me uh, factoring in uh, two hours of my day uh, every couple weeks to watch a bunch of movies. I'm hoping that I can uh, do something else. And you know what? I just got a notification on my phone that HQ is live, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do HQ tonight. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, talk to you, the listener. Even though if you <laughs> if you uh, have not used HQ, it's that a uh, trivia 
uh, web uh, trivia app that everybody's using. And if you want to use my code, Ross is good, all one word, all lowercase, I'll get an extra life and I can maybe win money. Uh, but also, real quick, before we get into the Emoji Movie, please, if you haven't already, please uh, rate and review this podcast on iTunes. We're reaching a year, and as of the last time I checked, we only have two or three. So it really means a lot if you can take two, three minutes, even if it's not a great review. But I just want i want to hear what you have to say. If you have notes for me, if you have praise for me, I want to hear it. But but uh, speaking of things that aren't going to hear maybe a lot of praise... Um, uh, we're talking uh, the Emoji Movie, or we're doing Wreck-It Ralph, or the Lego Movie. Uh, they're very similar movies. And I know you guys are probably hoping that I'm going to do this step-by-step review about, about, like, oh man, Emoji Movie is the worst movie ever. And it's not. Uh, I, I calculated the number, uh, my rating, before uh, I started recording, because uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that I know where it is on my list, and... Uh, lo and behold, it's not the worst movie that we've reviewed on this show. It's certainly uh, very close to the bottom, but it's definitely not the worst movie. Um, I will say, there were times watching the Emoji Movie where I chuckled a little bit, or I actually thought, oh, that was a little bit interesting what they did. But here, I'm just going to hop into my notes. It starts off, we see the Columbia Pictures lady, the lady holding the torch, and I was disappointed. I was like, oh, there's no way, why didn't they turn her into an emoji? But then there's like a weird flash, and then uh, her head is replaced by the uh, sunglasses smiling emoji, and uh, that was weird. I, <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just like make her a full emoji, like the dancing emoji, even though the dancing emoji shows up later. But this does bring up a very important question. What emoji are you? Guys, tweet me what emoji you are. Uh, if I were an emoji, I don't, uh, I don't think I'm a singular emoji, you know? Because, I mean, the whole point of this movie, guys, is that, like, we're not, n- none of us are one emoji. We're all um, a bunch of emojis. Some, you know, like a glitch emoji, like old Gene here. But I guess if I were, if I had to choose, let me look at my phone right now. Because I'm sure once I look at, at it, I'll realize which emoji I am. Because I think for a while, when emojis uh, were, first came out, I was uh, I would just use the old man smiling emoji. That was my go-to. But I think the one that I use so much is the is the little uh, uh, the little blushing emoji. Because I'm like, mm-hmm, look at me. I did. I made a little joke and sent you a little text message. But I think in terms of just my personality, if you listen to this podcast, uh, I'm the uh, the horizontal. Uh, the like 45 degree angle uh crying laughing emoji because uh i've been listening back to some old episodes for um a special thing uh for the 50th episode that i'll talk about later but i um i laugh into the mic quite a bit uh and you know what i think that makes the most sense uh so if anybody wants to photoshop me to look like the laugh crying emoji at a 45 degree angle be my guest be oh (laughs) That's not the lyric. It's not quite close. Um, uh, So here's a big issue with the Emoji Movie. It's definitely... It it could be a whole thing about... Like, Gene, in a narration at the beginning, talks about how, like, oh, it's a kind of a new form of communication. And a lot of linguists linguists say that. They're like, oh, this is like a new form of communication. Kind of like hieroglyphs in a way. And they even mention that in the movie a little bit. But... This movie is so cynical at the beginning. It's like, oh, 
these kids are always on their phone and they do a gag where a kid like falls over on his freaking face because he's paying attention on his phone and that's look i'm a millennial i know this but i am so sick and tired of people going on and on about how uh, millennials are stupid and they're attached to their phone of course we're going to use our phone a lot we are all we have stuff to say to each other and if we're i do hate when people are on their phones in front of each other and now i'm turning into an old baby boomer but leave us alone okay we have we have bigger fish to fry i'm about to graduate college i don't have a job yet let me text okay um another weird thing about this movie is that there are several uh children characters they're like there are some high schoolers like the, we are in a high schooler's phone for most of the movie and these ki- the people that they casted to be the high schoolers they sound way too old like i know when i was in high school which was not that long ago uh, high schoolers voices are semi-deep they're semi-adult but i mean these kids sounded way too adult Uh, like jake t austin uh who was in wizards of waverly place i think he was the little brother the littlest brother max is that his name guys is his (laughs) guys is his name max i hope somebody's yelling at their uh, iphone right now like yes yes it is max so max uh so he voices alex is that the kid's yeah his name is alex Guys, I wrote so many notes for this movie, so I've honestly gotten lost in all of my notes. <laughs> but uh, they sound like adults, and that's super weird. Um, there are also, like, a bunch of stupid jokes at the beginning. Like, they kind of get all the stupid, like, uh, hey, look at me. I'm uh, I'm the clock emoji, and uh, I, do you, I'm not late. Like, they get those jokes out of the way at the beginning. Kind of like uh, if you've seen the, the movie Food Fight which we are a uh, friend of the podcast, Aaron Dahoney and I talked about on the podcast and we probably should do it. But it's just like the, you just introduced to all these stupid characters and they do a bunch of dumb little bits about like, Hey, look at me. I'm a thing. And I get it. I do this. Cause I'm that thing. Um, the one clip, there are a couple, I will say a couple legit clever things in this movie. I think my favorite of it is, um, Gene, the the met emoji that we see in the trailer, that's like, oh, I I have the problem is I have more than one emotion. I have a bunch of emotions. So that annoying guy. But he walks by emoticons, you know, like the colon dash, and uh, parentheses as a smiley face, and he treats them like old people. And I'm like, oh, that's clever because they are kind of an old thing. People don't really use emoticons anymore. I remember when I was a kid, I I like found a like a big spreadsheet or a big word document online that I downloaded where it like took you through the different kinds of emoticons that you can make the the weirdest the dumbest one I remember was he was a it was a baby a baby emoticon and it was the at symbol uh colon dash and then uh, a zero and I guess it was like oh it's like a curly hair but that's that was stupid Uh, I'm glad that we don't have to crank our heads to the side to look at uh, texts and see what people are trying to emote. That's a nice thing. Um, uh, it, the, they, they live in a place called Textopolis, which is not a good name. Like, I don't know why all these fictional towns and places, they still use the name, like, uh, they still use Opolis, like Metropolis and Superman, I guess, is iconic, and maybe they're riffing off of that, but it's just like, I no one uses the term, like, Metropolis, really, unless they're trying to sound like an asshole. Uh, and if you use the word metropolis, I'm sorry, you're an asshole. Um, uh, uh, 
I also, <laughs> I also got annoyed. Uh, so Maya Rudolph plays like the happy emoji, like the original. She's like, oh, the original emoji, because I, you know, the smile was like the first one, obviously. And she says, I'm always happy. And then Jean says, oh, right. Hashtag truth. Ugh. I hate, I, I, I think I sometimes use hashtags in real life. I probably said hashtag what I like blessed or whatever on the podcast several times, but ugh, that's so lame. Like, why do you have to emote? Why do you have to say hashtag? Like I, I used to teach Hebrew school and when little kids would say hashtag like blessed or hashtag what, what's going on or whatever. I would, ugh, I would, it would take all my might not to to, to be mean to them and be like, hey, stop it. Um, <laughs> um, the stakes in this movie, because the whole the whole conflict of the movie is that Gene is seen as malfunctioning. He messes up when it's his first time to be chosen to uh, be a, in a text message. And they're like, okay, we're going to kill him because he's malfunctioning. And so he escapes the, the messaging app and goes to find uh, a hacker uh, named Jailbreak, and uh, like the, I just don't like Wreck It Ralph. Y- there was like more emotion. It was like he he had his place, but he he didn't like where he was. The Lego Movie, he liked where he was, but then he but then he was kind of thrust into this unfamiliar territory. Gene, it's just the classic like, hey, you're different, and you'll figure out how to conform someday. And he was upset that he couldn't conform, but then. He, he wasn't, like, sparked to, like, go on a great adventure and be like, you have to get, I, like, his whole, his whole journey is that he wants to go get help to get not glitchy anymore, to just be able to be met all the time, and I don't care about that journey. Like, a movie about emojis is inherently weird because, like, we, we use them, but it's, it's like if somebody made a movie about, like, the the spangu the sp- the Spanish language not Spanglish the Spanish language like there's there's not really a plot and there sure it's like an inherent thing that we that a lot of people use all the time but I mean it's a language it's not really it's hard to make kind of that kind of method of expression like Inside Out was kind of the the pinnacle of that because it's a literal interpretation of like uh like we all have emotions here's what emotions are like. But I mean, emojis, it's so similar, but at the same time, it's so off because, yeah, they all have emojis and there's, there's no, there's, that's the problem. There's no like equivalent in real life to like, there's no, uh, uh, hack, uh, like emoji that's broken and goes on this journey. That's not a thing. Like there are, with Inside Out, it's these emotions, these more complex emotions like, why is it important to feel sad? Why do we feel sad? Why not feel happy all the time? With Wreck-It Ralph, it's, okay, The there are these characters that that are bad guys all the time, and I if they were real, how would they feel about it? But the Emoji Movie makes no sense in that way, and I, uh, I'm starting to convince myself to give it a lower rating. But this could have been a fun movie. This movie, I, when they started it, when this incident started of, like, uh, Gene, and then he goes with the high-five emoji... Uh, and you think it's going to be, and they're like, oh, maybe, uh, so the high five emoji, he, <laughs> I'm all over the place. I'm sorry guys. But so the high five emoji, he wants, he's not in, in like the top, he's not a popular emoji anymore. Like Alex, the user doesn't really use high fives anymore. He uses fist bumps or whatever. It doesn't matter. This nothing matters, but 
his whole journey is like, oh, I want to be popular again because he, oh, I have the line. Where is, there it is. Okay. So High Five says at one point, a real friend, how's that going to get you anywhere? What you need is fans. So that's his whole journey is that he has to learn that that's not the thing. And he basically says that at the end, he's like, well, I have friends who needs fans or something at the end. But when the, when Gene and High Five met and they're like, okay, we're going to go fix our shit. Uh, Gene, you're going to be mad all the time. High Five, you're going to be popular again. The hacker could have been like a Wizard of Oz type thing. It could have been like bringing up all these different misfits like hack uh, the ha- is what's her name is jailbreak jailbreak is like a hey i'm i don't conform i'm my own person and like cool you come see like the wizard of oz but it's like the motherboard or something that could have been such a cool movie where it's like the wizard of oz but in your phone like that's a fun modern interpretation kind of like how <laughs> nomeo and juliet is a cool modern interpretation of romeo and juliet we all know this to move over West Side Story, it's all about Nomeo and Juliet now. But wouldn't that be so much more interesting? Like, so Gene is Dorothy. He's taken out of his element. He's taken out of Textopolis, and he's plopped outside the phone, and he's lost. But he knows, okay, I have to change. I um, back home, I didn't fit in because I was different. I was, I had all these different emotions. I have to become. I'm gonna go to this wizard and become the Matt emoji all the time. And he meets High Five, who's like, I'm not popular anymore. Alex doesn't use me. And he's like, okay, like we can take you to the wizard and you can get some popularity appeal or something. And then they could have met even a non-emoji. It could have been like, it could have been one of these old emoticons. Or, uh, or and they could have been repurp. They were like, I want to be in a sentence or something. Guys, I'm not a screenwriter. I sure want to. But if if Hollywood wants me to rewrite the emoji movie but make it a Wizard of Oz type thing... I will do it. I will gladly do it. Um, so they show a bunch of apps uh, moving on. They show a bunch of apps in this movie. Like you the, you see Alex's phone and his home screen. And this kid has so many weird apps for a kid. He, I believe he has IMDb on his phone, which I don't know a single soul that has IMDb on their phone. Like I just go in the web browser. IMDb, you're a cool resource. No one needs you as an app. Like, you have nothing different to offer as an app. Uh, He also has Crackle, which, yeah, a 16-year-old has Crackle on their phone. Like, was he a big fan of, like, the five episodes of news radio that they have for free for streaming? Or he's really passionate about Joe Dirt 2? Maybe that's why, but I have no idea. Um, here's, Here's one cool thing in this movie. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to move to the positive aspect of this movie because I think that's important because I can rant about the plot all day. But I think because again, this is not the lowest rated movie that we've had on the podcast, and I want to explain a little bit why. So one of the more the the more interesting things that they did is so the casting. I'm uh, first of all I'm sad that Anna Faris. I love her to death. I stand by all of her work. I think. Scary movie is funny. I like those movies. I think that uh, uh, the House Bunny was a funny movie. I should probably rewatch it again. I haven't seen it in years. It probably doesn't hold up, but I think that's a fun movie. And in general, I think she is a very good actress. If you have not seen Mom on CBS, you should see it. But this movie, she she just doesn't isn't given much. Like like unlike in Wreck It Ralph, where Vanellope von Schweetz. Is that her name? I think that's her name. She's 
uh, a big major character and she has her own arc in addition to Ralph, in addition to Fix It Felix, in addition to uh, uh, Shoot 'em Up Jane Lynch. He also has an arc. She also has an arc. Uh, Anna Faris's jailbreak barely has an arc. So you find out that she, I'm sorry, I'll get to the good stuff in a minute. Jailbreak is secretly the princess emoji. And I guess no one realized that the princess emoji was gone? I don't remember them mentioning that. I could be wrong. They could have planted that earlier to be like, ah, oh, see, we did it. But I didn't notice it. So my bad, guys. But her whole arc is that, like, I I, I just want to be myself. Like, I don't, I, sometimes I don't feel like a princess. And, like, I don't want to be a typical princess. I want to be a me princess. So essentially exactly like the ending of Wreck-It Ralph when Vanellope is like, hey, Ralph, I'm not going to be a typical... <laughs> I'm I'm sorry that that voice caught me off guard and I'm sure it caught you off guard. I'm not going to try to do a serious Silverman again because that sounded like Whitey from Eight Crazy Nights. I am so sorry. But she's like <laughs> she's like, "Oh, I, I'm going to be my own kind of princess." And that's like one that still wears these cool overalls or whatever. Like that's essentially what Jailbreak is. And Anna Faris is great. Uh she sells it the best that she can, uh but that's all she has to do. Like she doesn't get a huge thing on the bright side they don't kiss at the end like there's no they don't like make love because that would be weird emoji stuff they don't uh eggplant peach which they do have the egg the eggplant emoji shows up uh but they don't reference that which is good because you know what guys we talk about this all the time that there's so many stupid jokes in kids movies that are like just for the parents and they avoided that uh they avoided that which i commend the people that made this movie for that could i have could i have phrased that any more awkwardly probably uh but i decided not to but anyway oh sorry one more thing that i despise about this movie a big plot point is that they have to get to dropbox so they can get uploaded to the cloud that's what a, a jailbreak wants to do and like again imdb and crackle are on this kid's phone i doubt i doubt a hundred percent that a 16-year-old has Dropbox. I remember high school, like, there was, like, one or two kids in my AP class that had Dropbox, and I was like, just use Google Drive or just email it to me. Like, no one, no kid is using Dropbox, and I guarantee you, every single child in that movie theater was like, what's Dropbox? Did you, like, invent that? Because, like, in Wreck-It Ralph, they invent kind of these, like, uh, pastiches of different video games and stuff as placeholders for well-known things, but they still had, they, like, peppered in you know, like, oh, there's Qbert. But uh, the Emoji Movie just has real brands and things. Like, there's a whole sequence where they float down a river, but it's Spotify, which I'm like, oh, that's cool. So let's go into the cool things. So first things first. How they visualize some of the apps when they go inside them is very cool. So uh, as I just said, Spotify, what they do is it's kind of like a, a river. And so, like, a big, like, heavy metal or a pop song, like, the waves are really intense. And it's uh, they're like, ah, we're going to die. And then, like, a, you know, like a blues song or something with a slower tempo is like a lazy river. And I thought that was really cool. And she's like, oh, we'll take a shortcut through Spotify. And they, Gene's like, whoa, it's, I'm rocking too hard or whatever. So that's, that was cool. Another really cool visualization, I think one of the coolest parts of this movie is Instagram. They, they enter Instagram and it's uh, Alex's, like, France vacation or whatever, and it's just a frozen moment in time, and it's like kind of like in those movies where they freeze time and they walk around, and they're like, ooh, look at this water droplet, let me poke it, because it's just floating in midair. It was stuff like that, and it was beautiful. 
Uh, but I will also say a part of that that I didn't like is the reason that we saw Instagram was that uh, Jean's parents, the two other met emojis, they nearly get divorced because uh, they disagree. Like Jean, Jean's dad is like, he's a weirdo and we need to fix him. And his mom is like, oh, how could you say that? And then they're saying it in monotone voices. Uh, but that was so weird and I did not give a rat's patootie. Um, another cool thing about this movie is that they had an internet troll, and of course, it's like a classical, oh, we're so sad. But the troll was voiced by Jeff Ross, the Roastmaster General. And that's cool. I thought that was great casting. I was surprised. I was thrown off guard that Jeff Ross is in a children's movie. But he did it great. Um, uh, some things that weren't as cool visualization-wise for an app is they had YouTube, which is ju was just a big screen. And the, the, the one meh emoji, the meh mom... She literally uses, like, an iPad-like device to control YouTube. It's like, you couldn't have figured it, like, it couldn't have been, like, a video store or something like that. That could have been cool. Uh, and then they also have the Just Dance app and the Candy Crush app, and they're just, like, basically, like, the app, but blown up. Like, that was really dumb. Like, there's a really long dance sequence in the Just Dance app, and uh, I really didn't like it. Oh, they also played the song Bubble Butt in this movie, and uh, I was confused and saddened by it. I didn't like that whatsoever. Um, and, uh, like, you see, like, the trash of your phone, which doesn't exist. Like, when you delete an app, it's deleted. Like, I don't, there, at least not for iPhones. I don't know if that's an Android thing where you have, like, a recycle bin type thing, but we see, like a, like, the phone trash, and... Um, high five accidentally got in the trash and he's like I'm going to be erased because it's played by James Corden and like you can't delete an emoji like you can delete apps you can delete phone conversations you can delete photos you can't delete an emoji that's that's like just not how software and like how keyboards work so that's that's a big issue going back to overall with this movie is that like we have we know the rules of cell phones for the most part like the basic idea of like okay so like things are on the phone you can delete them uh that's about it but like it, it seems to like break all these rules and really stretch it and it made sense with wreck it ralph because it was like okay we the games work the way the games work but we have like this little subway station that's connected by like plugs and okay that makes sense uh with with uh inside out it's like okay so they kind of are showing the brain and how memories work and like all this stuff kind of makes sense but this doesn't make sense, guys. Guys, it doesn't make sense. Um, uh, oh, so we get to, the, the, the characters get to Dropbox, and they have to answer, answer like, a security question, or I don't, I think it might have just been, like, enter the password, and so they're doing, like, the classic, like, okay, like, what's his favorite food? And it's like, pizza, type that in, uh, didn't work. What's his birthday? That, type it in, didn't work. And first of all, that's like rule number one of passwords. Even if you're going to use the same password for everything, you just do, you don't do like a word. You do like, you know, like every password thing is like use like an uppercase letter and like two numbers and like a, an at symbol or something like that. Like you can't, like especially Dropbox will not let you just do a one word password. And Alex's password is, I don't even remember the girl's name. Like his crush's name is the password. And it's like, you're, you're like high school crush is the password to your Dropbox. Like that's if, if I find out 
that somebody that wasn't my mother had me as their password. Like some guy I like was uh, like seeing or dating for a, cu- a couple weeks or months, like, or even somebody I had not done anything with. If I just found out that I was their, their path to security, that would freak me out. This and it's so weird. Um, I think it is cool though. Uh, you could see that Alex uses the, uh, uh, Israeli flag emoji, like you see a bunch of flags at the end. Maybe that could be because they're at the end of the keyboard. But I like to think that Alex likes uh, Israel. And Alex probably knows that there are a lot of issues with Israel. And I know, I agree with him, that there are some issues with Israel. But you know what? I don't know if Alex is Jewish. He has like a very big Jewish afro that makes me think that he is Jewish. So maybe he, uh, like I sent a lot of uh, Israeli flag emojis to my mom. He probably does the same. Um, uh, there, oh, okay, so the movie ends with, um, Gene, uh, realizes that, like, you know what, it's okay that I have all these different emotions, because just like Alex, with his feelings for that girl that he made his password, like, his feelings are complicated, so Gene being, like, this indecisive, multi-emoted, emotive, uh, emoji actually serves Alex perfectly, and he, and, uh, Alex, or Gene saves the day, and th- they throw him like a big party. They do a dance at the end, which you should look up the the dance at the end of the Emoji Movie. It's weird. Like they re- it it was a reference to the Just Dance sequence, but it's so weird that they all learned this weird dance that Gene came up with, where it's just like he sticks his tongue out and covers his eyes. It's not a good dance. Like you know how you see a dance in a movie, like the Ho Down Throw Down. You're like, okay, that's like kind of fun to do. This is not on the same level because it's all just face movements and swaying from side to side. But so everybody's excited that Gene saved the day because Alex was about to delete his everything off of his phone. But he didn't because the emoji saved the day. And so Gene's dad blows a kiss and winks at him, which is a weird thing because you know how like your dad doesn't wink and blow kisses at you? Yeah, like, the movie should also stick to that truth. Uh, Even though it's a big twist that you find out that Gene's dad is also, like, a glitching emoji. But he just learned to do the meh all the time, which, good for him, I guess? Um, (laughs) Good for Gene's dad. Um, Oh, and at the very end of the movie, you see Alex uh, finally asks the girl out. And they go to the dance together. And he's like, hey, guys, let's take a selfie. And they gather around, click, and then they split apart. And I'm like... That is insane. I've not taken a selfie that lasted less than 20 seconds of like, okay, let me just get my phone out. Oh, uh, the app is freezing, all this stuff. I don't believe that. And, uh, oh my God, I there's like a post-credits, not a post-credit, a mid-credit scene. And I'm not even going to explain it because like, I would have to explain this other stupid thing that happened in the movie. But essentially like the smiley emoji because she was mean and like rude and tried to kill Jean. She like gets banished in a way. And she's the smiley emoji. And, like, you're telling me that Alex doesn't use the smiley emoji? Like, that's, that doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. Like, I'm looking at my notes, and there's so much. Like, this reminds me of the notes that I took for Airbud Spikes Back all the way back uh, before this podcast existed when I just watched that movie and wrote a bunch of notes down. Like, this, there's so many crazy things in this movie, like emojis have abs. There, there's several times where you see emoji an emoji try to flex, to get abs or successfully flex and get abs. I also a thing that happens in the da- just dance sequence is jailbreak. This is a direct quote. She said, 
She she can't dance. She goes, Gene, this is bad. I can't dance. I got no groove. Uh, and then uh, uh, that song, I just want to feel this moment. And uh, that uh, was weird. Okay? So that's that's the bare bones of the Emoji Movie. Like, uh, d- make sure to check my the Instagram for Kid Flicks uh, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And I, I, I'm going to have a, a bunch of questions and opinions because I hope that you guys will watch this movie because it's honestly, it's really interesting. It's not the worst movie, like I've said, but you can hear how frustrated, like I'm getting a little bit of a headache and lightheaded, partly because my room is really hot right now, but also because uh, this movie is hard to talk about and I want to talk about it with people, specifically you listening right now. Um, there are like notes that I don't even remember. Like, uh, like the phone's about to be deleted and I wrote, uh, this is like the end of the Titanic. Like, like all these emojis, like we're going to keep like standing at our post until the end, which is stupid guys. If the end is coming, you have no obligation to go into your job. Okay. But okay. Let's go on to the rating. Now I dusted off the old rating system just for this episode because you know, it's 50 and also I'm, I'm alone so I figured I would get a little bit more minute with my uh, rating system. So, if we all remember, I had four criteria. So let's start with the first one, audience respect. I gave it a 1.9 because uh, the movie is very condescending to kids. Like, it's very much like a, it's not a subtle plot whatsoever. There aren't these big twists and turns. Like, you know that Smiley's evil and conniving right from the start. You know that Gene is like, oh, I don't fit in right from the start. Everybody's talking at the top of their intelligence. They're very much just saying, like, this is how I feel, blah, 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 bye. And I couldn't stand that. The plot, I'm giving it a 1.5. Uh, like, you, uh, a couple minutes ago, it feels like an eternity ago, I was talking about how I, this could have been so much better. Like, it could have been a, a Wizard of Oz type thing, and they went the easy route. They went a really lazy route. And it didn't make any sense. I kept comparing it to much better examples that they did in Wreck-It Ralph, uh, the, uh, uh, Inside Out. I couldn't think of the word. Um, I barely talked about the Lego movie, but another great example of kind of like exploring the world and using the limitations that we can all assume from the world. Like nothing that I saw in the, emoji, in, uh, in the Lego movie, I was like, that doesn't really track. Everything made sense in that movie. Um, acting is where we get a little bit better. 3.7, okay? Um, I think T.J. Miller was fine. I don't think he's a leading man, and he's kind of a weirdo. Uh, Anna Faris, I love her, and I wish that uh, she had more to work with, but she did plenty f- well. Uh, James Corden, fine. Uh, everybody did fine in this movie. Um, uh, I'm taking points off because, I mean, those kids sounded like adults, and I don't like that. And then finally, uh, humor, 1.6. Uh, I... I just realized I did not mention the poop emoji at once because all of his jokes are so dumb and little. Also, Sean Hayes voices the devil, the devil emoji, which I did not even pick up on that because it, it, yeah, that's how little I thought about it. So crunching the numbers for that, emoji movie comes out to surprisingly a 2.175. Okay, that's, uh, interestingly enough, that puts it right just slightly above the first movie that we ever talked about on this podcast, Airbud Spikes Back. That is a 2.1. This is just a hundredth, a couple hundredths above uh, Airbud. 
and it's uh, a couple tenths, I guess, uh, below The Muppets Wizard of Oz. So smack dab in the middle is the emoji movie of those two. And that feels oddly appropriate. The Muppets Wizard of Oz, I think it's interesting because I've talked about how this should have been like The Wizard of Oz, but it wasn't. And Airbud Spikes back. Oh boy, what a time that was, wasn't it, gang? Um, but anyway, that's what I thought of the Emoji Movie. And uh, I want to hear what you all have to think. Again, this is still on Netflix, which we are not affiliated with. So you can watch this right now, and you should. Because it's so easy to just watch the trailer and be like, oh, this is terrible. But to actually see the, the context of every scene and see how they chose consciously to lay out this movie it is fascinating and i think you will your mind will be blown because i wasn't necessarily bored too i've watched plenty of movies on this for this podcast that have been kind of boring they go on a little long or they're just fine this is teeter-tottering on that it's interesting the weird choices that they make there robot there's robots that dance at one point okay that enough you got to get on that so please watch it and tweet at me. Send me an email what you think. Uh, so uh, special thing. So I mentioned um, near the beginning of this podcast that there is a special thing for the 50th episode. Later this week on Thursday, um, I will be dropping a super cut of every stupid turn this off joke that I make at the beginning of the podcast, you know? So this week's was turn this off and go to your room so you can think about what you've done. I've compiled all of them into one long file that you can listen to your leisure whenever you want starting this Thursday, okay? Um, I, I will say I accidentally used the same joke unknowingly three times, but considering that I never really wrote these down, I never researched or made sure that I wasn't repeating a joke, I think I did pretty solid, and I'm hopefully going to uh, keep remembering which ones I've done and not repeat the same one four more times like I accidentally did. So as always, you can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Please rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps us out. I know I'm just jumping into the plugs because uh, I really have to go to the bathroom and I'm starting to uh, get sweaty from my room. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at KidFlixPod, and send us an email, KidFlixPod, at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of this show, please send me comments because I would love to involve you all as much as I can. And remember that tomorrow, Tuesday, May 1st, I will be posting uh, some questions on our Instagram. I've been doing those every week, so keep checking that Instagram uh, to uh, take part in our poll. And also, you can look at the old ones, because I, uh, I make those all available, so you can see what all of you listeners, you loyal listeners, have voted for. So, that is all for today. I will hear you all next week. I'm going to use my old catchphrase, uh, stream carefully, but also, of course, the now famous... Go, go, gadget, and show.